0: listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here with Jarrett McKenzie and Jennifer Thomas. And uh, we do have a situation we want to talk about today. Uh, And and believe it or not, it's not about sheep or, you know, any of the craziness that we've already covered, like me being a hipster. I know that's probably as hard to believe for some people as having sheep in school, but um, I'm a hipster nonetheless. If you don't believe it, you can just ask me.
1: You're well on your way.
0: Yeah. Uh, so uh, these two folks, Kyle and Renee, listened to the show a few weeks ago. We had uh, had Justin on, I guess, uh, the 10-year rule, uh, applying it to your 401k. Uh, Kyle can definitely start investing in bond funds in his 401k, but his assets are in his uh, company stock. This raises a, a bit of an issue. Um So, you know, all in tax-deferred 401k, his contributions, company contributions, again, are in company stock. So he's doing one of the major no-nos that we talk about all the time. Right. If everything's there, 100% of his portfolio is in one company. Mm -hmm. We recommend no more than 5%, even if it is the company that you work for. And in many cases, we recommend that you don't invest in the company you work for because your retirement and your current in- income is then all in one basket kind yeah. of a tough you know you lose your job or the company mm-hmm. closes down yeah lord forbid you lose well and your, as you contribute over time
1: that's it's increasing right that concentration just gets worse and worse and worse and precisely you know that's that's what's happened here when and this is a common problem because there's a lot of big companies you know the, the coca colas the home depots the procter and gambles they all entice their employees by offering them stock in the company sure and so it's it's a very hard thing to turn down and a lot of these companies that are so big and and diversified you know a lot of the employees think that well this is a a very diversified company procter gamble for instance i've heard some of the employees say you know that there's 50 something product lines that they have so they're not they're not focused in just one area even though they are in just one sector uh, they they feel pretty safe and while that may be the case relative to some other companies uh, the fact of the matter is you're right that the concentration number one is is a huge risk uh, and some people are willing to accept more risk uh, in that regard just for the, the fact that they're giving that they're being given more and more of the company's stock and so what what happens down the road though what we're seeing especially as it applies to the 10 year rule is okay you get you get you know 30 40 years worth of company stock assuming you were to stay there and, and a lot of folks
0: have that are getting ready to retire. It's not as common in the current generation right. as it is in But previous. in the
2: generation that's current like the yeah. the ones that are currently retiring, exactly. you know it Very. is,
0: yeah,
1: right? Absolutely. And then, and so then when we're trying to advise them on, you know, do you need to start covering for a 10 year or you know, making sure you've got some liquidity available so that if you do want to retire in say 2022, you you don't get to 22 and it be 2008, right? And then, then you're looking at that company stock and it's worth half its value. And now you're thinking, well, maybe I won't retire. Well, that's not the goal. I mean, the financial planning's purpose is to prevent that being the case, and and so that you can live the life you want to live. And
0: yeah, Jared, or even f- even worse. Think about this. Mm-hmm say it's 2015 and you own GE stock, the market's going up yeah. Yeah. and GE starts tanking because this is what we call mm-hmm. specific company risk. Yeah. There are reasons that you don't want to pile on because you can't control
2: what the CEO does yeah. or and other And GE management. was one of the most diversified companies for such a long time. Yeah. So right. It's a great if, example. if you're trying to do something that's, more risky, you must stay on top of whatever stock that company is that you own. Precisely. Um, you know, so that's not, that's number one. Yeah. If they have yeah. assets outside of their 401K plan that they could use first, that also helps them with the liquidity problem. You would want to make sure that you have the liquidity there. Right. Um, you yeah. know. It, it, but it is kind of st- – sometimes, a lot of times in that situation, it's a, a balancing act of which, you know – are you willing to give up some of that return mm-hmm. by going ahead and providing the liquidity, you know, or that potential savings on the taxes right. by providing that liquidity, or, or do you want to take that chance?
1: Yeah, because really where we're going with this, and and is only available to you if you are in this position of having primarily company stock in that account, is is uh, what we call. Net unrealized depreciation. It's NUA. And that allows you, with the company stock that you own, to be able to, upon retirement, use uh the company stock to get it out of the IRA at tax advantaged rates. So whatever the cost of the stock was, if you take that from your IRA and put it into a taxable account at the uh at the time you do this and you only get one shot at it, there's no you, you can't do this multiple times.
0: It's got to be done what all right. within twelve yeah. months or so right. yeah. upon
1: retirement there is that window and then you have to decide how much do I want to put of that company stock position into a taxable account. You would pay ordinary income on the basis but the growth on that stock over time, which again, a lot of these a lot of these examples are thirty or forty years worth of growth on this stock, you can th- be taxed on that at long term capital gains rates, which as we all know is much more advantageous than the ordinary income rates you would otherwise pay if could, you just took pay, it yeah. from the Thir- IRA. Yeah,
0: right? the max the max rate for ordinary income is thirty seven percent while mm-hmm. For uh, uh, capital gains, it's somewhere between 15 and 20. Yeah, 20 would be the highest that right. you
1: pay uh, for, from a long-term capital gains. Yeah, so it's
0: pretty significant, and yeah. and it uh, would require you know somebody that could show you the strategy, mm-hmm. uh, making sure that it, that you were able to benefit greatly yeah. from the the difference. And and let's face it, you talk about a million dollars worth of stock that's been collected over 40 years. Uh, you know, you're talking about an average of ten and a half percent per year for the S&P 500. If mm-hmm. this is a big company, and most of them are, mm-hmm. uh, it would have probably appreciated probably right along that same range.
1: Yeah, these last ten years, I mean, my uh, goodness.
0: Right? Yeah. So, so you're talking about a, a significant difference. It could be as little as fifty thousand dollars. It's grown into a million. Mm-hmm. Where your cost basis is all you're going to pay the tax on it, and you'll pay on that smaller amount instead of a, the the face value, market value of the whole holding today.
1: Right.
0: So uh, that's that's uh, a pretty important piece that uh, you can't forget. And I, you know, we would still recommend do what you can within reason to lower your concentration in your portfolio. It's just, uh, it it doesn't make sense. We've
2: seen it happen too many times where a client has held, you know, a particular company and they're, you know, they're just attached to it for whatever reason. You know, they work there, you know, they inherited it, whatever the situation may be, you just really, you know, that's a danger.
0: Yeah, one of the behavioral heuristics that we see so often is the fact that, you know, these folks are, uh, you know, they're, they feel like they're familiar enough with a company. It's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes it ain't fine. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, let's take a real quick break. When we get back, we will uh, cover some more financial questions from listeners. And uh, you're listening to Money Talk. Stick around.
3: All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed.